we are live. We're getting into this. Welcome to the Social Living Podcast. I am Julian Green, social media expert, and my co-host, Jamel Lawrence, also a social media expert. How are you doing, Jam? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been a it's been a busy few weeks, and obviously Black Friday next week. So, yeah, on my side, it's been it's been a busy mm. month. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to when Black Friday is over, we can kind of chill a bit more. But yeah, going into peak period now, which is yeah, all fun and games on social. It's all fun and games. Yeah. But yeah, I'm alright though. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm good, man, and. Um, glad you touched on Black Friday because one of my clients, only one of my clients actually needs something done for Black Friday and it's kind of been like a really quick turnaround. To be fair, I probably should have like preempted it and kind of suggested mm. something last week. But um, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm just not going to sleep tonight because it has to go live tomorrow morning. So <laughs> it's going to be one of those... early, <laughs> yeah, early Black Friday. Be... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, we we just kind of come up with a, a little idea that we can kind of push out through to the rest of the month. Um, this is another opportunity, I guess, for small businesses um, to even test out new products uh, with in conjunction with Black Friday. It's not just going to be a Black Friday thing. You know what? You know what? That's what that's one thing I kind of like about the UK. It's not just the Friday, if you get what I mean. Like it might be in the US. It's like. We don't want we, we kind of act in an orderly fashion. This is no disrespect to anyone from the US, but we try and act in like an orderly fashion. We don't want everything, everybody rushing in, trying to take TVs and stuff. It's like, you know what, let's let's put this out maybe 10 days before um the actual day. So people have time to come in and and they'll hold prices as well and things like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. uh you know that that's there's that's no mad rush. Of, yeah, exactly. There's no mad rush. There's still a sense of urgency because you still want to get a good deal and stuff, but um, mm. it's not it's not manic if you get what I mean. But um, mm. yeah, man, I'm, I'm actually I'm quite happy that it's just one client at the moment, so um, that needs that. So otherwise, I would probably be all over the place. But um, yeah, man. But other, other than that, yeah, man, I'm good. Uh, again, probably just like you, like been a very very busy week for myself. I've got mm. so much going on. Just personally um weddings christenings <laughs> uh <laughs> best best man duties um so yeah man there's a lot a lot going on so um it's just been very very busy trying to find the work life balance as well was quite hard mm-hmm. but it is man it is what it is man we move we move find a way but, um, find a way <clears throat> trust me man we do find a way man episode 16 um what was your first social media platform you know what before before we get into it um i'm gonna shout out another podcast episode uh or well, another podcast or episode that i watched recently on um kanye west on drink Ch- drink champs big up like okay. nori and his and his show but have you have you seen it no i've not seen anything about that i didn't realize because normally kanye doesn't doesn't do like podcast interviews exactly yeah i'm surprised i've not seen that floating about somewhere (laughs) man if you watch that episode and you don't feel inspired nothing will ever inspire you i'm just gonna put it like that like is there a gem you know how there are gems there are just you know what it is it's truths 
there's certain mm. truths that he puts out there that I feel like nobody can compete with. You know, I don't know. You know, you know. A couple of weeks ago, we spoke about Dave Chappelle. Um, you know, they're trying to cancel him, but he's like, no, I'm not cancel. I, I'm not cancelable, if that's a word. Yeah, you can't cancel me. <laughs> you can't cancel me. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I, I kind of respect Dave Chappelle. Do you know what I mean? He stands on his own, and he says what he wants, and he lives in his truth. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Kanye is another one that kind of lives on that frequency. And um, his own, yeah, it's his own it. frequency. No matter what he's perceived as, he'll still be in Kanye. He, he won't change exactly, that. exactly. So you know, if you if you are a fan of Kanye, even if you're not a fan of Kanye, I think definitely go out and check check that that interview out, man. It's it's one for the culture for sure. Um, mm. There's so many gems in there, and you know. That type of frequency is what I would love to be able to move on. And you know what? You can tell that other other people, celebrities, actors, rappers, basketball players, athletes, whatever, they want to be on this frequency and you know they want to be. And it's like almost, Mm. it's freedom. It's a freedom frequency, if you get what I mean. They're not under nobody's gun. You know, Mm. Kanye West don't hesitate to shout out anybody's name that's disrespecting him. Do you know what I mean? Cancel me? Cancel me for what? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm mm. Kanye West. You can't cancel me. Mm. That's and 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 that's a frequency that he's putting out there. Do you know what I mean? And um, I just wanted to big it up, man. I watched it like a couple hours ago, and <clears throat> I just thought, yeah, I got to mention this on the podcast because that was a big boy. Big boy, uh, big boy episode, man. Yeah, man, mm. big boy episode. Um, and so shout out to Drink Champs. And uh, I haven't been listening to them much recently, but when they first started out, they had some really good interviews. Um, and this this is probably going to be their, their biggest one, to be honest. Um, mm. Yeah, man, he's saying a lot of gems. You know how it is with Kanye, yeah? You know, like, how he has his moments on, like, Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. But, like... It takes time for people to take it in. It, it, it literally is like he's talking in three years ahead. What mm. I'll say like three, like he's talking like years ahead. So people are not getting him at that mm. moment in time. Do you know what I mean? But he's there. He's like, he knows you're not going to understand me because I'm talking about 2024. And you're mm. not here yet. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like as well with Kanye, he's so like he's so memeable. Like everything he does can be turned into a meme. Like people, not he don't they don't look at him as a joke, but they expect something, something um, wild to come out of his interviews. So that yeah. so the context of what he's saying kind of gets bypassed, and they just yeah, see him yeah. as 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 this memeable figure. But if you kind of dive yeah. in and and listen to what he's saying, there's like you said, there's gems there. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna have a, have a listen to that. Yeah, and even even Dave Chappelle can be like a similar character. And the way even Dave Chappelle, the way he like he's a comedian, but he puts across his message in in the most amazing way. And um, like he might have funny moments, but there's a core message that's there. I think it's the same yeah. with Kanye. But with Kanye, they obviously they just take the the the, the viral moments, the little out, mm. outbursts or whatever, but. Really and truly, he's saying something that you really should take in. You know, there's a lot of things that is uh, affecting our culture 
um, there's a lot of frequencies that are out there that people are not aware of and it, it could be affected just the way you think um, mm. and he's trying to ignore all of that you know what I mean like he touches on like, his relationship with Kim Kardashian his wife um, his family talks about being black and racism that he experiences now as a billionaire um, mm. so you know it's a it's a gem so yeah man we'll leave it as that man but yeah man big shout out to drink champs again nori love love nori and love dj fn so yeah man check that one out man check that one out i'm ready let's dive into this let's dive into this topic man social media um as always is is what we like to talk about but um yeah man we're gonna take it back man this is a throwback episode trust me the origins and you know what where we probably entered into into the social media world, right? Isn't even the origins. That's just the origins for us. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. And like, you know, there were definitely other platforms out there before, you know, before what I use first. Do you know what I mean? Before what you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even me, I mean? yeah, because <clears throat> we we touch we touch on it. But yeah, my my first introduction to social media was. Bebo or MSN, I think. So yeah, and I know Bebo. there's another ten year, ten yeah. There's another ten years before that. So Trust yeah, me. we 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 dive into it. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, man. Like me too, man. My my first experience was 100. percent I'll probably say MSN. Yeah, I think MSN is the one I took seriously. If you get what I mean, I actually mm. used it. Like I'll come home and I'll bang it out. Like I'll be on there, bang out MSN. different ads. Bang out, mm. like we used to get the, <laughs> like the nudges, like the knocking, the nudges, like, the nudges yeah. on, the door, on the door. Man, I used to bang that out, man. And then on top of that, I used to, you know what it is, yeah. Like that, and the worst thing is that one wasn't even like you shared, you didn't share like photos or your anything life. Like that. You didn't, share, yeah, 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 you didn't share yeah, your yeah. life. It's literally just chat rubbish. I can't even lie to you. It was like a, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a Twitter room. You know what I mean? It's like mm. you, you, you say what you say. You're just in a, a group chat with bare people. You're just chatting. Yeah, away. it's like WhatsApp might... almost. Yeah, just w- WhatsApp, but chatting pure crud. Like, there's no <laughs> substance. There's no substance going on on MSN. <laughs> yeah, man. There was like not not like in, in MSN. You just wanted to talk to people that you might not even know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and that was it. But it just stayed there. Like, in most cases, I'll say, I'm not going to talk for everybody, but for me, I would talk to people on MSN, um, but I knew they were my age. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. they knew someone that I knew. It was never like, mm. oh, I'm talking to this person who I think is 15 and it's like some 30-year-old man or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there they, they, they might have been cases where that might have been the case, but nine times out of ten, you just knew, this person knew someone else, you know what I mean, that you knew, mm. whether it's like from mm. another school down the way, your neighbour, or whatever it might be, um, you used to be able to put up your own statuses as well, and I, I used yeah, to always fake that. it, yeah. I used to fake my statuses, like, like you could put, the, like, there was like this add-on feature where you could, it would show you what you're listening to, and I used to pretend and pretend that I was putting banging out the maddest slow jams, bro. I had no music <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> I should I mean? constantly, yeah, just backing out the shit album, man. Confessions, Trust me, there. <laughs> Trust me. confessions. Then I'm like trying to like, 
prove that I know proper slow jams as well. So I'm trying to go like way mm. back, like to Usher's like nice and slow and all these next mm. like songs that are just like kind of like kind of too early for me in a in a sense. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was like that as well. But with me, it was it was like Bashment. Why? Why? Okay. Why? 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 At eleven, did I have Beres Hammond in my MSN bio? How is that a thing? That's that should That's not be a thing. Still. But I was there trying it, trying to say everything I was Jamaican without saying I'm Jamaican. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing is, just what you're mm. doing in it. It's like that was that was that was probably the first instance of like where you're trying to show everyone this like. You're trying to give everyone a, a, a what's it like showing them your best life in a certain extent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like it was an, almost an insight into. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, like a, yeah, like a, like an insight into who you are, but your best mm. version of who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no filters or anything like that. I remember we used to have pit like what? Do you remember like your first display picture? Wait, I reckon is you know the pose where you have like you do like gun fingers on your chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the historic page, there must have been something like that, bare pixelated. Just, yeah, I might have had a cap on as well. Yeah, just one of those. One of those. (laughs) I had, um, (laughs) I I remember, like, I just, my first, my first social media picture that I uploaded was on, um, it was on Bebo. I don't really, on, on MSN, I feel like I, you know, like, I used to just get, like, random wallpapers and, Stuff like that, I just throw them up. I didn't really like posting mm. pictures of myself. I never really like p- having taken pictures back then. But my first mm. picture was on Bebo. Again, I'm just gonna shout out Bebo, man. Like, I don't know what happened to them, but I was fully engaged on Bebo. They had and us all, times... man. They had the, they had our generation on lock. They had our generation on lock. They could have done mad things with us. They could like that. We should have stuck with Bebo for our. Our, our lives and I don't know where they like let go of the ball or what happened because like you said they shout out to them because they had us all hooked on social media yeah. before Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter came along see but you know what it is it was the the, the what happened to Bieber was Facebook innit like that's what happened mm. to Bieber because like there was a time when I was on I was on Bieber I had just moved to Gloucester as well at the time for college I was about 16 mm. and I banged out I banged out Bebo for about I think it was like a solid six months so these times I was leaving school so Bebo was a good way for me to keep in contact with people that I went to school with and then connecting with people at that were in Gloucester as well and it got mm. so mad yeah like this is where I knew social media wasn't for me because I got addicted Bebo like I was on it all the time I was on it all the time I was like talking to people all the time there was these things that you could like drop a love um so you get like a heart every single day and Mm. you could give your the heart to one one person one One other user every Mm. single day yeah that's social currency man that's social currency you already know and you could only give that heart to one one other person but it kept count so if someone had a low heart count, it was like, nah, bro, you're not, you're not really popping. You're not yeah. really no popular, ratings, you know yeah. what I mean? Low yeah, yeah. ratings, you know what I mean? And at the time, you're like talking to different, you know, girls and they're giving you a love or whatever. And then if mm. you, like, you were looking, I remember at the time, I was looking for people, like, 
that was in Gloucester just so I can socialise with more people that was in Gloucester to get to know more people outside of my college, just outside in, you know, Gloucester. And, mm. oh my God, amount, like the amount of people I found in Gloucester. And then it was so mad because Gloucester's a small place. Mm. You just, I'll be on Bebo next week, I see people in town. I was like, rah. And then next thing you might see someone in town and then you could just pop up on the Bebo like, yo, you say da 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 And then mm. it, was a, it was a way of like, that was like first DMs. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, sliding, sliding into in. the DMs, mm. sliding into the DMs and chatting. It's like, yeah, yeah, man, going Gloucester Fair. Yeah, yeah, Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bow, next minute, I'm there with the man, they're there, there with the girls. And it's like, whoa, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, um, mm. but I was so, it it became really bad because, um, like, there'll be certain people, like, I'll be like, yo, that's, so-and-so, and I'll say the Bebo name. Oh, my God, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So-and-so, and I, and I was like, yo, when I did that, it, it probably took about 24 mm. hours before I realised. I was like, yo, this is this ain't right. This don't this feel right. Close mm. down Bebo. What's mad, though? That was... Mm. <laughs> I was just going to say, what's mad is that um, that is, like, the life we're living now. And we, we I feel like we're all quick to, to say about today's generation and how immersed mm-hmm. they are on, on Instagram and social media and how addicted they are on screen times and stuff like that. But that was us when, when we were their age, but just with a different app or a different platform. I feel like we yeah, forget. <laughs> we, we definitely forget what we were like at that age. And we, we just judged way too quickly. But I was the same, like all over Bebo every night. It was I used to alternate between Bebo and um, I think it might have been COD at the time. So when, in my oh, COD yeah, breaks yeah, yeah, in the yeah. lobbies check out Bebo, do what I had to do, then go back into another game of cards. Then I go into another lobby on Bebo. It's just that, that was me every night, for, honestly, for about a year, which is mad. Wasted wow. my life away, but that was it. <laughs> that was part of it. Yeah, man. But it's, you know what? It's part, that's part of being a teenager as well. Like, mm. like when we see it now, we, we, we might judge the kids today, but like, that that to, at the time might have been just your everything. And it's part, it's part of like a learning curve. You know, because even now, definitely, definitely, our our parents are probably on it more than we are. Yeah, I mean, because they were never, yeah, all over Facebook, man. Mm. Facebook, that's their way of connecting. You are over Mm. 50. If you're over 50, you are on Facebook, and you're there trying to look for your primary school teacher as well. Like, let's not get it twisted. (laughs) You're you're there, (laughs) but um, yeah, no, man, big Bebo, I thought that was uh. Uh, it was good, and you know what? I still think there's an element of what is on Bebo that could still be used. Just that currency of the sharing of the love, I think that mm. was, I think that was big. strong. You know that was a, such a strong feature to have. Yeah, it was such it a was. strong feature. It, it, I think I was, you must have influencers say, back then. From yeah, that, for sure. Do the, you know the, those the people? people with the? Big on God, that God. I was gonna say, yeah, there was. There was people that were just so popular on Bebo. Like, they'll be like, uh, obviously, I was from London. So at the time when I first joined, there'll be people that just, like, there'll be certain girls that just knew everyone from every area. Oh, yeah, that's my guy mm. from, from South London, East London, West London, North mm. London. You're just like, whoa, where are you from? They're not even from London. And you're just like, mm. they know everyone. They've got like 1,500 loves. You're like, that's like, <laughs> that's guess. like, it, you know, you're like, you've probably only been on it for like two months. Bro, that's mm. like, just, that's how many people, how many people give you loves a day? Do you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, um, 
you know, and it could have just been like a light. I don't want to see what light is, but like. No, I, I call it. I don't know. I call it in my head. I've got the picture in my head. Chanel, she's dark skin, <laughs> light skin. Like, I've got that picture in my head. Trust me, um, you already know. And that, that was the London experience. Obviously, if any of my listeners, listeners, um, you know, grew up on Bebo, I, I would be interesting to know what it was like in America if it was any different. But yeah, man, I was I was proper onto that. Um, and then there was like different plugins that you could have on your page. So. Mm. At the time, N-Dubs was big, so big shout out. I was about to say that. That was my wallpaper, yeah. (laughs) Papa, can you hear me? was on there. As soon as they come onto my page. Oh, my God. The first video playing. (laughs) Papa, can you hear me? Oh, my God. trust me. (laughs) That one, yeah. I remember, you know what? It used to annoy me. When it first came out, that feature. So, basically, what would happen is someone will go onto your Bebo page and um, music would instantly start playing. So it was bare annoying. So like, let's say you were just on a Bebo on a on just a you know, I don't want to say spying thing, but you're just out here just detective work, just going through pages and pages and pages. Mm. And then suddenly you go on the next page, and the music bare loud. Your mom's telling you what's that noise or whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like mm. that used to be bare noise. It could have been swearing. It could have been whatever it might have been, and it was just bare annoying sometimes. But I still feel like it was a good feature and. Um, I think like if Bieber was on our phones, man, it would have been basically what uh, it's like a it's like a cross between like Instagram and Twitter to a to a certain mm. extent. You know what I mean? Like you had your wall that you would you you know you were going on, and yeah, man. Who, who we got a question here, man? Let's see what what's what's this person saying. Zeke Trey. Yeah, man. Um, we had I remember Bebo. Uh, I remember Bebo tag MySpace. Um, I remember MSN. Um, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, that was just like a little chat. Like it wasn't really no, you know what I'm saying? But, but now I think Bebo and Tag are um, dating apps now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, man, I remember all that stuff, man. I'm in my thirties, man. I, I remember when all that stuff started. Um, it's you know the whole social media wave, man. So yeah, man, it's crazy. A big shout out to you, Zeke Trey, man. Love for that. Um, yeah, man. Bebo, MSN. I didn't know what tag is. To be fair, that might be a little bit before my time. I'm not sure about you, Jam. Mm. You ever heard of tag? No, I've not heard. I've not heard of tag. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I've heard never of heard it. of tag. Still, it might be but a US MSN thing. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Still, it might be. But Bebo that came overseas. And yeah, big man. And for me, that Bebo NFT needs to drop because I will purchase. I will <laughs> purchase and hold on to that because that nostalgia there, that holds mm. values. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, big shout out to Bebo. And then after Bebo, I kind of just jumped onto Facebook, to be honest. Um, Definitely, yeah. Facebook was the way for a good, a good period of time, you know. Mm, good period of time. It was, and Yeah, man. it's different and to where it is now. Yeah, very different. And... You know what, as well, like, that that two-year period of, like, Bebo and transitioning into Facebook. So, for me, um, that transition was, like, from 16 to, like, let's say 17, 18. So, it, it quickly came from Bebo being for, like, younger kids. And then, oh, you're an adult now. You need to be, you need to be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, I, that's when I jumped onto Facebook. So, if you 
if you're fortunate enough to find my Facebook, you see all the old pictures. Like, I'm like, bruh. I'm looking at it and it's like, <laughs> some of the pictures I got, like, man, I had, I had cane rolls, um, or cornrows, as you might say, in the US. Um, I remember I, I had blisters because I tied my do-rag too tight and it rubbed. And I got, like, <laughs> I got stuff like that, do you know what I mean? All, mm. all, in, all, all, on, um, all on Facebook, but what I loved about Facebook was just connecting with everyone. Like, you just, oh, this girl that lived, you know, in my block at college, you know, on the third floor. You, oh, friend request, bow, accept. Wow. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, great. Mm. This is great. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then um, I think I didn't really use it too, too tough then. But what changed it for me was when they introduced games. Oh, my God. Right when they introduced Tetris onto Facebook, I don't even know if they do it now, but they had that time where it was like, you know, that like Farmville, in, you know, like um, Farmville, yes, you Farmville. know, yeah. <laughs> mm. they were introducing Farmville like there was no tomorrow. Farmville requests everyone trying to get extra lives and all this other stuff. But for me, it was the Tetris thing. So, me, my friends, we used to jump on Tetris and it had everyone's highest score in it. So, you tried to beat the high score. Right, there was times mm. I was going, I was going to sleep. All I could see was Tetris bricks falling down. It was just, yeah. And obviously for other people, it might have been a different game like Farmville and whatever. I never played it, but. Mm, and there's Clash yeah. of Clans as well. Like, I remember there was a few. There was a few, yeah. Trust. You say, oh, let's open up this message again and see what Zeke Trey's got to say. Yeah, Tag was another. It was like Bebo. Um, you know, it was like Bebo and MySpace and stuff. You know, it was just. You know, it was just a little different setup, but it was all pretty much the same thing, you know. Um, but yeah, I had all that stuff, man. You know, it was it was it was it was it was it was, it was pretty much the same thing, though. It's people on my space. Jules, did you jump on? Did uh, you jump on my space? You know what? My space was a little bit before me, you know, because okay, it was there. It was there. And and it was prominent because at the time, obviously Grime Grime in the UK big, you know Skepta, mm. JME, you know D Double, this was big in it, and they had MySpace. It was like check out my MySpace, check out my MySpace, and this is obviously it was kind of pre YouTube. So if you wanted to get their mm. music, that's where you would kind of go. Do you know what I mean? And okay, okay. On 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 MySpace, but I didn't really. I didn't really get it like that. Do you know what I mean? The music I would get at the time would be more through my phone and through sending things through Bluetooth and, and infrared. If you, mm. <laughs> I was taking it back, that's pre-Bluetooth. So you used to like <laughs> send songs holding the phones together to make sure that the songs get through. And then, you know, there would be certain people in my school who was like, yeah, I'm rapping now, man. I, I do rapping. Or oh, I'm an MC. And then they would have their own songs and then we would like share, get that shared. You got a cousin from another area. Yeah, man, listen to my boy. Yeah, he's sick. Da, 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 da. And and mm. these times, I remember like people like Chipmunk. You get Chipmunk on your phone and he's spitting from like Tottenham, which is all North London. And I'm in like Peckham or Brixton. And, you know, we're getting, because I had a cousin from North. He would be like, yeah, man, you need to listen to these guys. Like, and it'd be like Chipmunk and Double S. Um, Double mm. S was to me, Double S was so sick. Um, and he was good that like, when I was growing up, like 
17, 18. He's still doing his thing now, but he's he. I do see, yeah, I like, see him pop up. I still see him pop up a bit. <clears throat> yeah, he pops up, but they, they he should have been onto bigger and better things, man. I thought that he'd blow up like how Chipmunk blew up, didn't it? But um, mm. yeah, but like back then, that's how that's how he was getting the music, and back then that like all the older crew like Wiley, all them, man, they all had they had you know MySpace and they were jumping onto that but the only thing when I think MySpace is that guy you know that guy who started the guy who started MySpace he was like friends with everyone on MySpace and he had that picture See, I was I yeah I wasn't name. on it I wasn't yeah I didn't even I didn't even have an account so yeah if it was before your time it's definitely before my time so yeah I don't know I only know of MySpace when I see that that's a Chucky reference it um in terms of like the grime scene but yeah apart from that I'd have no like no no link to it Mm. Yeah, I, I never. I, I used to jump in it sometimes, and people used to have videos and pictures on there, and it was mainly for like artists to kind of push their content and stuff. And mm. the guy who started it, I think his name was Tom. If you if you were on MySpace, you know Tom. He he was friends with everybody <laughs> on MySpace, and you just remember their account. Yeah, like, he's just random guy, but he was. It's like he default became everyone's friend mm. on, <laughs> on MySpace, which is mad. Um, yeah, man. Like, oh, I wish if there was a video I could just show the picture and like, you'd be like, yeah, I've seen this. If this is a running meme, like, you put it up now. Everybody knows who Tom is. So, yeah, man, mm. pick up Tom from MySpace. I don't know if he was like the founder or something like that, but um, I just remember him be he was just on everybody's MySpace. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, that, that's my memory from, from MySpace. But obviously, we'll get into it, man, because there was loads of other, you know, social media platforms even before you know before myspace um that people used to connect to and it's interesting now as well because the way gaming has gone to as well is it's almost that that can be considered a social media as well isn't it because mm. like if you look at your earliest memories being on cod you got the headset you remember that one little earpiece the bluetooth the little yeah the, <laughs> the little camo one mm. yeah <laughs> the camo I had the one, little camo one yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> man on my yeah, man, you used to click that on and then you'll be playing Call of Duty. It's like, come on, zombies. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and that is, that, there, that's like... my childhood there, man. <laughs> the amount of time, the amount of hours I spent on CODs and FIFA back in the day. Wow. Yeah. But like you said, that was that was our little, that was our, that, almost like social media. That's our way of connecting with different people all around the world, yeah. really. And then you yeah. had that, like, you had your own clans and your own groups and. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, was a, it was a. It was a movement, man. It was a movement back then. You. You could argue that was the first taste of the metaverse. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Almost. Like virtually, yeah. Almost. <laughs> virtually. We're all living through our. Yeah. Yeah. But actually connecting with people around the world. Um. I remember the clan like V two. What was yours? V two. Something. V two. Rascal. VT Rascals. Yeah, man. Yeah. V2, yeah. V2 Verde. I was just jumping in. Mm. I was like, yeah, V2, we all just <laughs> banging out Call yeah. of Duty. I was, te- I was terrible <laughs> at Call of Duty. To be fair, that one, that was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I believe. Two. It was. Mm. That was the only Call of Duty I've ever had. And to be, I speak to other people and they, they, they like, yeah, that, that was the best one. Yeah, that was. That was 100% that was the, the best one. one. Yeah, I think I played a few. <laughs> Modern Warfare 4, Modern Warfare 2, and then Black Ops that came after it. And I didn't really bother with it after. It kind of just died out and I was just on FIFA. But yeah, Modern Warfare 2 is definitely the best one out of those. 100%. 100%. And that was that was it. And then once... You know what it is? 
there was a time where like I didn't need to be good and I could compete. But then when when man was taking it, it got stupid. People <laughs> running around with snipers and you have no uh, chance with a machine gun and they quit snap. Nah, honestly, it's painful. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you're not getting you vexed what? and raged. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? You know what? And I think, I can't lie. I think that's a problem with gaming kind of going forward. So I, I, I talked to my, 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 um, my brother-in-law, right? He's really young. He's what, uh, 12, 13 years old. And like, obviously his games are like Fortnite and stuff like that. But, I can tell you now, I never got stressed playing like Call of Duty, Grand Theft mm. Auto, or um, FIFA. Like FIFA can frustrate you at times. I can't like oh, FIFA. I got, that... Yeah, I got stressed over FIFA. 100%. Yeah, like it, it got stressful, and I, I, I think, <laughs> mm. I think FIFA are, are also guilty of, of this as well, where they made the game so competitive. If you lost, it was like detrimental to you. Like, so is that not what we want? Though? Like, we wanted it to be competitive. You want it like, to be lose, competitive, like, but you're playing. Of, you're playing out of pleasure, though. You're playing out of out of pleasure. It's like, you. It's like when we play. It's like, like if I compare it to like football, for example. When you're playing football, what's, what's you, it's because you love playing football with your friends and stuff. As soon as you take mm. it into the competitive world, now it's like politics in. In, in, everything's on the line and you know it's, it feels different because it's not about you you know trying to score the best goal in the game or whatever do you know what I mean it's like everything was on the Just line like money yeah, yeah yeah it's like winning yeah, money, money was money on the line on especially the like ultimate team yeah with ultimate team and you're in the final yeah. with a cup and if you win that cup you get 25k coins exactly. <laughs> yeah that, and that's that that's that could get you nanny back in the day exactly <laughs> With five star skill moves that yeah it's mad. it's mad trust me and then look even even with that like ultimate team i felt like it was it was it started off with very good competition i know we're meant to be talking about social media but we're slightly gone into gaming <laughs> a little bit here mm. um but like with ultimate team on fifa it used to be very competitive like, but it was like good competition. So you had to work hard to get your good cards. You knew that if mm. someone has good cards, it's because they work to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now you can throw money at it and you get your best cards. Yeah, which and is now, nice. like, yeah. It loses, it loses got, value. Like, 100%. 100%. You go to watch these tournaments, everyone's got inform Messi, inform Ronaldo, inform Mbappe. Then they got in mm. like then they make the kids amazing as well. So you got inform Bukayo Saka, inform Mason Greenwood, inform Phil yeah. Paul Foden, and they're all like 99. It's like everyone's just 99. So then what? Like mm. it, take, it takes the fun out of the game. I remember back in the it day does. we used to have like Fab Fabini, like um is it Fabinho like, Hulk, Jimmy Hulk. Yeah, Hulk and all these players that you had to like grind with. You had to grind. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then if you wanted a classic player, oh my god, you had to bang out the game to get classic yeah, like... classic Pelo, um, Pele and stuff. Like you, you had to do madness. The graph was real, man. I remember having to go from bronze to silver. Then you buy one gold, then you buy two. Then you sell yep. your gold and you'd be like, right, I'm yep. sticking with my silvers, but I'm gonna buy Lloyd Remy, put him up top, and just hope he doesn't madness for me. <laughs> this is what I mean. Mad man. And and Loved this, it, and this this is my experience. This is technically social media because you used to be on there 
And yeah, I used to uh, um, engage with other people on there as well, play against some of the same people as well. And I used to be able to get onto the leaderboards and stuff. Now, impossible. And if I lose, mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to break the TV. And like, that's the, I feel like that's that's the issue because now it feels like everything's so on the line. It's like mm-hmm. the small margins. And then when something wrong goes with the game, like lose connection. Rob, you're gonna. Right, mm. I'm, gonna I'm, I'm fuming now. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> because mm. everything's on the line. But then, like kids don't remember. It's like kids that would never know what it's like to just play like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. It's like there's no real the competition time. but yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it's like completing the levels. Even with Grand Theft Auto back in the day, it was just about completing the levels, and you just had to have mad skill. And that's it. But the mm. competition side of it. Is it there? Because what if I just wanted to, like, if I just want to pick up the game and play because I want to have fun, like how you would in an arcade, I should be, ha- my average school level should be en- be enough for me to be able to compete. But now if I just want to pick up FIFA, play online, it's like, it's like a competition. I've got to get to divisions. What if I'm, like, really good? Like, let's say, like, um, I, I, I'm, I guess, I'm, I'm all right at FIFA or whatever. And I go in line, I go online and suddenly they throw me into division one because I won my first game six nil or something. And then mm-hmm. I'm just gonna lose every game in division one. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's so it's so competitive. But I've just come because I, I had a stressful day at work and I just want to play. Do you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. it takes that away. And I guess you know, people might argue and say, look, you know, go play you know career mode or something like that but i feel like that's an issue with with gaming at the moment is that these kids are playing these games and they're in like such highly competitive you know games and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be that sometimes you can just play like a story mode game like enchanted and it's fun do you know what i mean yeah and it's like yeah. it's not about winning and you know it's just going through a story some of these games are like movies do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Enchanted yeah. back in the day, there was it was definitely it was you know, not for movies like Tomb Raider. But, um, yeah, it's definitely like, it's definitely like, something that needs to be addressed. Games like Last of Us, if if like I know Jab, I don't know if you played this game, Last of Us. If you play this game, you it might take no, you back I don't into Hey so. Last of Us, it's a movie. I play I even play it with the missus. That's how mm. like that's a that's a good game. That's a really good game. It's a movie. I'm like playing the game, I'm scared. <laughs> like, this is mad. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a good game. It's, it's it's like watching a movie. Do you know what I mean? Like so, yeah. Check out Last of Us. Just watch the trailer. You feel like you just watched a movie. Um, mm. for that game. I know. I check yeah. that out. I check that out. Trust me. Uh, back to social media. So where were we? we had Bebo. We had um Facebook. Um, and then like so Bebo was probably between uh I think it launched in like 2003 and then 2015. I think they filed for bankruptcy. I heard they tried to come back again. Obviously, um, the guy who just asked the question, oh, he kind of connect, uh, interacted with us. He mentioned that um, they're now a dating app. Um, but yeah, it, it, they had their time and it was good while it lasted. Facebook came in, blew them out the wall. Especially, I think it was just more mature. Uh, and the way mm. it was trending, it was like, yeah, you kind of wanted to be a part of it. And then obviously, yeah. no parents, were, no parents were on this as well. Like no parents were on these. This is when it was cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was parents cool. went, They had no, had no idea what was going on on Facebook, who anyone was speaking to, and it was it yeah. felt like an unsupervised place where there was no yeah. adults almost. 
You're just a bunch exactly. of kids messing yeah. around. Bunch of kids messing around. You want to put up a status. People putting up statuses. I remember like this. This was like the birth of like attention seeking statuses, man. Like mm. people used to be like, ah. Oh, I don't think I could ever be loved. And it's like, you're just trying to get a girl's yeah, yeah, attention yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what do you mean? You know, like, you can be mm. a cool guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, shouldn't play, I shouldn't play on it because it does affect people's mental health for sure. But people, mm. used, to mac, people used to mac on on on, on Facebook, man. And uh, um, definitely. I definitely used to put a lot of statuses up there. I used to, like, get, like, certain quotes and stuff like that and, yeah, and then from songs as well. You see, Drake, Drake, um, this might be it's not as early, it's probably like 2011, 2012, but this is when yeah. Drake was coming into his own and his quotes were everywhere. If he wasn't writing oh. a Drake quote, you wasn't in it, you wasn't in the you weren't in the loop, bruv. It was Drake, and I remember Wiz Khalifa, like, there was no tomorrow. Wiz Khalifa, boy, Wiz Khalifa was all over the place. It was, it was like, it was like cushion wisdom. It was like, cushion <laughs> You see, <laughs> you see those pictures. I don't know what were they were yeah. like Tumblr pictures. We need to talk about Tumblr as well. Oh, but those yeah, Tumblr yeah. pictures, yeah, went viral. They were everywhere. They crossed everywhere. every single platform. And even everywhere. when it onto Instagram, when Instagram yeah, first man. started, it was those Tumblr pictures that kind of <laughs> got everything off the ground. But yeah, yeah, that, was, that then went to my um BlackBerry. We need to talk about BBM as well. It went to my BlackBerry. Um, they were all over BlackBerry, and they were my BlackBerry display picture. And it would be everyone's um bio as well was Christian wisdom quotes. Crazy days. Crazy, Crazy days. And imagine this is a this is like this this is a time before like influences. Influencer wasn't wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Been, it would have been super interesting what influencer might have been like on um on Bebo or Facebook during that time. Do you know what I mean? Um but yeah, like I I I loved I loved Facebook for what it was, the statuses. BBM, oh my God. So if you don't know what BBM, that's BlackBerry Messenger. I remember I didn't, I had a smartphone, right? I I was quite, I don't know if the word is quite quirky. I don't know if that's the word, but I used to try and be a bit different when it came to phones when I was younger. So let's say everyone had like Samsung like flip phones and razors and stuff like that. I would get the, I would get the PDA, right? So that's like a phone that had like the um, win, uh, Windows operating system. I remember so you having like, a mad one with a stylus. Yeah, so it had, a, yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. So I used to have a stylus and that'd be me because I could send emails. I had, I had PowerPoint. I don't know who the hell I thought I was. Obviously, I thought I was mm. a billionaire or something, but that was me, <laughs> innit? And that was just how I kind of I, I kind of connected. I kind of forgot my point now. <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I had I had that phone. It was it was uh it was very different. Oh yeah, BBM in it. So I didn't have a BlackBerry phone, and then BlackBerry phones kind of jumped in. So these times here, I'm now going into uni. I'm like 18, 19. At the time, I started my first ever venture um, as an entrepreneur. I started doing under 18 events. So I was like, just turned 19. Most of my friends couldn't come out, or 18, I think. Uh, most of my friends couldn't come out. So we tried to do, you know, under 18 raves. Um, so 
you can look them up. I was a part of a group called Raveway. I was more supporting active that one, but then the one I actually started was um, a group called uh, College Corner. Uh, we used to have artists like Cashtastic, uh, Rossi Rico. Even, you know what? It was Zaha's birthday the other day, and he one of his boys posted a picture of him at one of our events. So big shout out right. to Zaha as well. So Zaha mm. used to come to our events. These times Zaha was like maybe like 14, 15, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And he was coming to coming to our events. No one knew, you know, what he like, you know, what he was gonna become. But anyway, that's what I used to do. But in order to be good at what I was doing at the time, I needed to have Blackberry Messenger. So I purposely went out and bought a second phone, got an old Blackberry Blackberry phone, just so I have Blackberry Messenger. Again, yeah, trust me, you needed a BB. If you, again, if you didn't have a BBM, who were you? You were not in a loop. You needed a BBM to a be loop. in a loop. You would not Status contact is... none of your friends. Yeah, trust me, <laughs> trust me. Uh, broadcast needed... as well. It's mad. It was mad actually. Think about the broadcast because it used to be like, like negative stuff, like tag a girl who's who's loose or something like that, and yeah. a BBM pin. and stuff yeah. like that would go flying around, man. Yeah, like oh, again, it's that side. We uh, we were seeing the the negative sides of social media early doors, but me. it was it wasn't addressed. Like stuff like that wasn't mm. being addressed. It was just part of it, and we almost accepted that. Yeah, you know, you're right. And man, I I I I did love BBM man, and I thought like that mm. again. I had like a solid two years, and mm. then and then iPhones came through, and it was like you know, an iMessage kind of. Kind of took over. Everyone got yeah. Over. Everyone jumped on the iPod Touch. Yeah, everyone needed. And they kind of the like that's touch. when the transition. Yeah, the mm-hmm. transition kind of went from BlackBerry. Yeah, it kind of lost out. But yeah, man, I, I wouldn't have been able to sell any tickets to any of the raves that I was a part of um, if I didn't have BBM. I needed broadcast. I needed groups there, like different groups that had promoters, and I needed like potential contacts, like the leads of like basically different girls who I could try and sell the tickets to. And make them into like promoters so they can get guys just so we could set out the show. Do you know what I mean? It'd be just so sick, mm-hmm. man. Big time. We were competing with a group called Bigger Fish. Bigger Fish used to get, they used to be able to get bigger artists um, than us. But, you know, we had people that was coming up on the rise, whether it's like Cash Tastic uh, on there. Youngin came through as well. Um, so we had quite a few at the time, man. And I, I, it was, it was a nice little era. But that, when I think of BlackBerry, that's the era I think of. Do you know what I mean? So big <clears> shout <throat> out to BlackBerry, man. They, they were, they were. It's like modern day, basically WhatsApp now, isn't it? And they could have yeah, evolved. And they should, they should have evolved. You know, they should have been able to make calls. And they tried. They, they to... tried though, because remember there was an app. There was an app on Apple. I don't know if it was on Android as well. Where they tried to, they noticed that people were going from BlackBerry to Apple, and they tried to keep BBM as like a separate thing, and they turned it into an app that was downloadable on Apple. And I think people started downloading it, but it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, especially with the rise of at the time would have been like Facebook, um, Twitter. I think starting to come into play. There was just other ways to communicate. So yeah, BlackBerry just lost its lost its touch. And again, I think other things started to feel more mature. So, mm. like, when it, when it came to BlackBerry, I feel like the biggest thing with BlackBerry wasn't even the app. It was the, like, rollable thing that, <laughs> like, that's what it was. <laughs> the little mm. roll, the rollable thing that you could use to, to go from left, right, or whatever, that was, that's what made the messenger. It wasn't even the messenger itself. 
So it was like, you just wanted that. And then when everyone's juggling onto iPhone and stuff, and then you don't even need an iPhone, you can have an iPod touch and whatever, you do that, listen to music, everything like that. Like, mm, like wow. you had, I, you know, the iCloud and stuff like that. It was just mm. iTunes. Why not? I was just going to say about BlackBerry. One before, before like MSN Bebo days, no one really took screenshots. Screenshots weren't a thing. Yeah. And then as BlackBerry came into play, do you remember the screen munch? Yeah, screen munching. The purple screen munch. Actually, yeah. And people would get caught out left, right, and center with that from there. Yeah, man. And I think that's when oh, people started to become more aware of what they were saying and who they were saying it to. But before, yeah. everyone would, it was it was open play. Anyone would say anything without mm. thinking it could go to someone or be seen by someone else. And then the screen munch came into play, and boy, everyone started to think about what they were saying when they were talking to that's girls. Me. They'd be like, right, I'm not going to say this. Because yeah, yeah, she yeah. could screenshot it just and send it to the next one or next, yeah, just in case. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's mad. I remember them days still. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the screen bunch. But big shout out again, another social, like, I guess, social media tool um, or platform. Yeah, big shout out to, to Blackberry, man. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't last the test of time. And then mm. I think during that time as well, I think that like, we saw the birth of Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I just remember Instagram, I heard about it, and then I just jumped on it kind of early. I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump on this, but I didn't use it for myself. So I jumped on it, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to post pictures that I like. Um, At the time, I tried to start editing pictures because I had jumped on Tumblr around the same time, and Tumblr was very, like, if you're a fashion guy, you're like arty, yeah. take certain pictures. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I it's used such to such a creative space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was sick. It was nice. And then it was like, you know, people used to share deep things on there as well. So like you, there were certain accounts just like very spiritual, very um, so that certain images is just you know kind of connected, it'd be crystals and you know, things like that. And I really liked it. And then what I used to do was take pictures from I literally used to screenshot pictures from um, Tumblr and just post them onto Instagram. And that's how I just got started with, that was like my, that was my kind of like start into social media as a marketer, a social media marketing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Without knowing it, because at the time you probably didn't know what you, you didn't really know that that was what you were doing. You just oh, no thought, let me just share, let me just share these <laughs> pictures. It was cool and people will like mm-hmm. it, but what yeah, you were doing was, cross-platform promotion you you figured what was working on one platform and carried that same strategy to something else which is almost yeah. what what we do now for, it's arbitrage for isn't it yeah it's mm. literally it's arbitrage you take one thing from another place and then you, that might be that might have been popping in one place or it might not be popping and you try and take it to another place and see if it pops there and instagram mm-hmm. for me it worked and, and it popped and that's and that was when i first came up with the name hashtag living i came up with the name hashtag living and um i just used that hashtag create that instagram hashtag i might have had a few different names before then but it felt the hashtag living and then i was just posting lifestyle pictures that were up on tumblr and then i just started growing which is mad it was yeah it was mad to see the growth of your page back then because i remember the explore page back then if you're on the explore page you're winning it wasn't like it is now there was no like algorithm it was it was full content that is has gone viral almost, and your pictures always mm. used to be on there. It's like, fam, yeah. Jules. I was used to be like Isaac, Isaac, fam, Jules's pictures on the explore page. It was like, <laughs> it was some yeah. picture rave about almost. 
Yeah, because my you know what is mad, yeah, because I used to always um I used to always just it made it addictive because I instantly knew I used to count literally, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna post this picture and then I expect 10 likes every minute. And then mm-hmm. it'll be like two minutes, hundred likes. I was like, rah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and like everything was good then because everything was in chronological order. So you knew everybody was yeah. going to see your stuff. Do you know what I mean? So you knew basically all your followers are going to see your stuff. Where now it's like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll show it to a portion. Yeah, we'll mm. see. Do you know what I mean? It's all, Organ- it's that's an organic different. reach is the thing. This is before ads, before brands were jumping on Instagram. It was literally just for consumers, I guess. Just like yeah. the public to kind of engage with their friends. 100%. And I, yeah, it was good. I loved it. Uh, again, the pictures, some of them weren't mine, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just good just taking stuff from Tumblr and then throwing it onto Instagram. And yeah, man, I, they, 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 those times, I, I, I wish I could get them back. And there needs to be other apps out there that can try and, you know, kind of redo that, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think people will appreciate it. The only thing is, is that you know, for these apps to survive sometimes or to make more money, they need ads. Um, but if there was a, a, a way for there to be an organic reach um, and, you know, in, incorporate ads, I think that would be, that would be good because mm. what they do, what they do now is like, it's almost like a lottery, isn't it? So it's like some people want every single one of their pictures to bang and it never, sometimes it never does. It's like, it's, it's impossible. So you almost have to psychologically think that none of your pictures will bang and you just need that content to be out there. Because if you start thinking, you start focusing too much on the numbers, there's too many variables. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like everybody you wants don't, Yeah, every... you don't control. It's kind of, it's almost, you don't control your fate. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't control where your post is going or the reach it will get. If you can get people Perfect. to engage, great. It's going to help your organic reach. But again, you that's not in control. You can just keep trying. It's about compounding, really. Just keep trying to do the right things, post on the right type of content, variation. And it's yeah, the just... hope that you'll you'll get somewhere with that. But like you said, yeah, it's not it's not in our hands. But back then, we had we had all the power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, back then you had all the all the power, man. And at the time, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to start like four or five pages. Started four or five pages grew them all and then you know started selling shout out started selling mm-hmm. uh, people just wanted to pay me to be on my page so they could grow their page do you know what i mean and these are when you can get good it... handles as well without getting uh, yeah. x's and o's and numbers after it you can just get a clean handle yeah, and if you just go back then you, you just think whoever cleaned up and got all the brands handles back then yeah, like yeah. well done because you think yeah, there's got to so... be a marketer out there that would have seeing it with domains and people doing that and would have thought, okay, mm. friends will do this with social media as well. You would never have thought it was going to be this big though. Do you know what I mean? Like, nah, we never no, have thought like, yeah, Drake's going to be on here and then Drake's going to be as big as he is now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. At Drake. And at active. Champagne Papi. Active, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But active as well. Like having an insight yeah. into these people's lives. So like, you didn't think that was yeah. attainable. You didn't, like back then, I didn't know what Chris Brown was doing. Like on a Saturday yeah. night, Trust but then you had a few years later, you had that insight into into his life, which was mad. Mm, it's true, it's true. And you know, like I even at the time I started a page that was dedicated to Arsenal, right? And then these times there, like 
older footballers weren't really on the page on Instagram, but the younger players were. So at the time, I'm talking players such as Hector Bellerin, um, Sanchez, Sanchez Watt. Watt. Uh, you know, mm. these men, they were active on there. So what I would do is I'll post a picture from like one of their academy games that I got off the Arsenal website and then post it, tag them, they like it, boom, 13,000 likes on the page. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, it was back then as well, of... you had the like, you had the, what was it, the like count? The, no, you know, there was like a feed of what you could see, what people liked. Yeah, the activity feed. And if, so you yeah, the activity see... feed, don't matter. Yeah, so you could see other people's activity. So you could see, mm. oh, 11 people are liking this. And then mm. you would go to that picture and, oh, yeah, I like that too. Or 11, like five people that you follow just followed so-and-so. And that's how you could yeah. find new people and, and things like that. Um, but again, that, that just made people mad nosy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, you see so-and-so just follow so-and-so. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought I thought she was talking bad about him last week. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they did kind of get they did get rid of that. Um, but again, I'm just happy I got to experience that because yeah, that 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 <laughs> that time on Instagram was the golden ages, man. What mm, it is now 100%. is so obviously what it is now is is is, is massive, and what it's going to be in the future could be really big with their focus on e-commerce. With um, their focus on video, video as well, yeah. them trying, with them trying to compete with with TikTok as well, or TikTok trying to compete with them. Um, yeah, like I'm just happy I got to see it in the early ages. I don't want to be old and be like, oh, it, it was better then. You know, it's, it's worse now. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got we got to adapt to mm. the times. To move with the mean? times, definitely. Trust me, and the amount of brands on there and the consistency that you can you can bring to it, you can still grow. Um, but mm-hmm. you, you just you just need to know that there is an agenda with all of these social media apps now, more so than there was before. So mm-hmm. before it was all about connecting with other people, where now it's more like let's try and keep you on the app for as long as possible. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you know you can easily and turn into a, a revenue driver as well. Yeah, for, for, it's just how can they make money from brands? Trust me, trust and, me. So yeah. that's. That is, yeah. It's become yeah, yeah, it's, it's become a real thing. It's become a real mm. thing, but no, it's still it's still a exciting place to be, and it's it's crazy yeah. to see the evolution of even just Instagram over the last ten years. Like back when yes. I was on it in two thousand eleven, like it's crazy that it's got to this place, and people that like, made you think have can make a living off just reposting content yeah. from from things he likes, and that's, his, of... that's that's how he makes bread. It's crazy. Yeah, it's true. And just, it's just a birth of influences, man. Like, mm. that's, that's one of the things that birthed it. Them and even YouTube. Like, I haven't even touched on YouTube. Like, YouTube kind of coming through. I think it was like 2006 I started jumping onto YouTube because before it was this thing called uh, Meta Cafe. That used to be the video platform that you could just watch, like, funny videos. And then YouTube kind of came in. But I think where YouTube changed the game, it was the YouTube partner program. Once you could start making money through the ads... And you're getting your rev share of it, like mm. game cha- game changer. And what they've done this early do? doors, yeah, early doors, early doors. And watching KSI, oh my change god, his yeah. life by just watching him play FIFA videos. And this is before esports was a thing. Like he was, he's yeah. <laughs> he almost the the originator of like esports and and that whole video gaming, um. Like transport the, the transition from video gaming being like quite a private thing to it being open to like the public and people watching them play. Like 
mm. gotta give credit and the flowers to those guys because they would mm. they would do, they would they were doing it when it wasn't cool like it wasn't cool to video yourself playing video games but it wasn't. yeah he, he made it into a thing and shout out to him man it made you know what it made the nerds cool you know for lack of a 100%, better word 100%. it made it made the nerds cool man and that's what i love about youtube because you could have such a niche like lego i love lego mm. and like you can literally create a video on you like building lego because it's your, that's what you like to do in your pastime and you're getting an audience because other people like doing it and then also people like to watch it because they might not be able to have access to lego so they'll literally watch you do it like the mm. other day imagine imagine this I, 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 they had marble olympics i couldn't believe my eyes i got jam i tell you type this in you'll be blown away this guy marble olympics this guy's got a, a thousands of marbles he has marble stadiums that are like over a track and they make he mm. has marble marble relay races like like mm-hmm. i'm blown away by it just because of the sheer creativity and it's mm. run like you're watching live olympics commentary track times the charts of the <laughs> world records and stuff like that but you know what Mm. this could have just started as like he he obviously might be doing a degree in broadcasting or something and he just thought i need to i need something to show that i can do this and he did it with marbles but now it blows Mm. up two million views five million views or whatever it is but the quality of his content is 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 really good it's very random but it gives you that opportunity there's people who like marbles and like they still connects Mm. the inner kid and like now you can earn from that as opposed to like that person might be like, ah, oh, I don't want to do nothing because we're playing marbles. And it's like, mm. it's giving them the opportunity to earn some money. And, you know, that person could have ended up like, let's say it was 30 years ago, that person would be like McDonald's or something. He's doing a dead end job or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it made people look at owning their own content. Like it made people look at ownership different. Like before, if, if that was a, an option for someone, They'd have to go mm. to a media company, a, 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 a TV channel to to get that live or to get some just get some kind of traction. But now you can actually start your own account and and do whatever. Like I said, you can have your own niche. Like from like Blippy. Oh, Imagine wow, Blippy when you first started. He would yeah, yeah. he would have got rinsed by family yeah. members, friends. Like what? Why are you doing that? And to see him now is on my on my house every day. Blippy yeah. is on the TV without fail every day. And the, the, the guy does numbers. He does, he does numbers. serious numbers. So the fact that he got like basketball players want to be on the show for their kids mm-hmm. as well, like yo, it's mad. So yeah, big again, big up Blippy. But YouTube game changer. I feel like having a Kanye moment. Where's Where's your mm. partner program? Instagram, pay me my <laughs> fair share. Did <laughs> mm. I TikTok pays me? I have ten thousand followers on TikTok, and I I earn a bit of money on there. Yeah. Well, mm. Instagram, why am I posting on Instagram? For what? Likes? Baby. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, let's <laughs> yeah, get one, give me my give me my money. Do you know what I mean? I know to be say to be fair, like in terms of social media updates, a quick one is that Instagram are working on you getting paid for your reels. But again, I guess there's so many legalities in different countries and states and whatever. Um, they're slowly rolling it out. I think at the moment it's in Australia or whatever, might be in a bit in, in the US as well. But I need that stuff here in, in, in England. I want to be earning some more money from my content. People are watching it. You're making money from it. You're just using me. Technically, mm-hmm. I'm like 
I'm almost just a social media slave here. Do you know what I mean? Almost, man. Almost. Almost. Do you know what I mean? Now, obviously, stereo don't ban me, but yeah, <laughs> like I, I need to be starting to earn money from this. Even stereo. I was in a creator, man. Earn money. Yeah. <laughs> the power is now with the creators. Before it was with these big companies, but now we we almost keep people on the app, and they're starting yeah. to see the value of that. Yeah. And you're seeing the likes of Joe Rogan transition from like Spotify, from YouTube to Spotify because they see the value in the creator and and how much bringing him over to the platform can can do for for Spotify. It's that that transition, man. It's good to see that the the people now have now have the the power. But before we were kind of, like you said, slaves to, to these big corporations. Yeah, trust me. And you know what? We, you know what we need to do as well, Jam? So, um, I think we need to give them a prediction for 2022. So a quick infographic that people can download, um, almost like an ebook or something, where we just share our prediction for 2022. Like I 100% think it's the year of the content creator. Um, mm. All these platforms need to be starting paying with the likes of NFTs coming into effect, cryptocurrencies. You know, TikTok are paying people. Do you know what I mean? TikTok are actually paying people. Like. Um, my business partner just posts videos from TV shows and he makes like £30 a day just by posting, Mm. you know, funny clips from TV shows that he loves. And it's from, you know, his page because they're getting engagements. Mm. I saw, right, I'm sorry, I'm really getting into Lego at the moment. So I saw a a TikTok live, a TikTok live of someone building a Bugatti um, on on TikTok Live. People are sending him mad money from all these badges and stuff, like 10 cents, 10 cents, 20 cents, $1, $10. Like, he was like, whoa. And it, he's just building the thing. Like, he's making money. That's why he's on there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, it, you know, one day, you know, I'm going to say one day, it will happen. You know, we're going to go live on a platform and people are going to be sharing you know, you know, supporting a show by sending money. You see this with Arsenal Fan TV. They do their lives all the time. People support yeah, the show. They've mastered they it. it. The, what? Their, their, they got... their come up has been, it's been impressive, man. <laughs> and for a guy like Robbie of his age to be the, the kind of guy, the guy running things, it's madness because mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect a guy of, I don't know how old he was at the start, but he might, you definitely, I want to say early 40s, maybe late 30s. Mm-hmm. You don't expect a guy like that to, to launch a fan channel and think to publish it on YouTube. It's never too late. And again, he, it's never too late. No, it's never too late. It's never too late. And again, he's making serious bread from that. And almost Sky, like the likes of Sky and BT have kind of followed his journey and kind of imitated it in terms of bringing fran- fans into play. I know they do the fan debate now on Sky with Carrigo and Gary Neville. And that's, that's all stemmed from what Robbie's done with Arsenal Fan TV and giving, again, 100%. the people the voice because the power is now with the people and the creators. So, Robbie, again, flowers to him because yeah, big the, shout the, the to numbers Robbie. he used to do and still does is crazy. It's crazy. Mm. No, a big shout out to Robbie. He he changed the game when it comes to that, that you know, fan, fan, I guess, YouTube content. Um, and another thing as well, he's he's creating jobs for people who you mm-hmm. know that just doing what they love. Talking about Arsenal, you know how many days, how many how many jobs have you had in the past? And people talk about the same thing every single day. You know what I mean? 
Do you know what I mean? They talk yeah. to you about your fancy football or whatever. And now you can do that and get paid from it. Yeah. And what another thing, another Kanye moment. I'm sorry, Sky Sports, man. Like, I see you trying to copy all this, like, um, the same template that, you know, these guys have. But they struggle to put certain people into, into you know, people that deserve it into those positions. We see the guys like Chunks, Young Philly, Harry Panera, HP like the source, big him up. You know, they get to go on um, Sky Sports, but they're blackballing troops just because of, you know, the <clears> way he talks. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they need to stop with that. You know, he troops. Yeah, but then massive. you see Chunks. Yeah, you see Chunks and HP on, on these shows and they're not themselves. Like, I feel like they've yeah. changed their persona for Sky Sports, whereas they should just let them be themselves. Don't You don't hire them. You don't hire Chunks these personalities and don't allow their personality to shine on the show. It like, doesn't make sense. You know so, yeah, that's, def- that's definitely an issue from these guys. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's because they're, on, they're only on that show for the bread. And mm-hmm. then because they're on their show for the money, then they, it's like they lose their creative control. That's why we need to... That's, that is why you need to have it on your own platforms. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're going to get... Oh, poet mentioned this. Stuff. Yeah. Poet... Shout out to Poet, poet, poet again. Yeah. Again, because I remember his, what was it? What was it? Poets Corner, back in the day on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, almost yeah. like a journalist for grime music, and and the culture. I don't know how often he used to do his videos. It might be in a monthly thing or a weekly thing, or A Online as well. I got shout A Online. These guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with me through my youth. But yeah, Poets Corner yeah. as well, visionary yeah, man, and, big, and what he's up, doing, still people, doing. Man. Still doing for the culture and the likes of Chucky Online. I've come through Craig Mitch, Filthy Flellet Fellas, everyone on their specs. They've all, they've all, Vuj, like they've all come from Poets Influence. And, it's, it's and good you know to what? See. Like I said, year of the content creator next year, we will speak to these people on this platform. We will break mm. it down. We will start having live, um, live episodes with visuals. Do you know what I mean? We're just starting. This is only. The first chapter. This is just the introduction for us. You know what I mean? Will, yeah, man. It's early yeah. doors. This is very early doors, and we will get to these places, and we will start talking to more and more people. We saw that last week. We interviewed Vanessa, um, my sister. She, you know, and and we saw that got the most downloads of any podcast that we've done um, in the first in the first day. You know, so people do want to hear us talking to other people and having different perspectives and stuff like that. And we're gonna we're gonna give that to the people that are listening, and um, we want to talk with Chucky, we want to talk with Poet, we want to talk about, we want to talk with those people, and we want to connect it back to social media as well, and 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 share our expertise. And you know, even this episode as well, like we're talking about social media, but it also feels like just a throwback episode of just everything because so many things. So nostalgic. So nostalgic, and so many things have been birthed through social media, like. Uh, and, and we've seen so many different social media platforms just kind of, you know, come and go. We haven't even touched on um, Vine. Vine was massive. Mm-hmm. Vine, you know, let's take it like Instagram. That was just video. That was just um, pictures. Vine came through, did videos. People, I had never seen people edit videos so quick and so short. It was six seconds. You had six seconds. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was watching movies. Yeah, yeah trust six me. Seconds. Six, yeah, madness. It six felt like a videos. lifetime watching a six, yeah, oh. a good six-second video. <laughs> it was amazing. The skills to grab someone's attention in six seconds, absolutely amazing. 
a big shout out to Vine. And obviously, you know, once YouTube, once Instagram came in with their video, it killed Vine because everything was on the same platform. And and as you've seen, this is a running trend with the likes of um, uh, uh, in, well, Facebook, Instagram. They, you know, they they see what else is popping, and then they go and grab that. You know, it's a it's a it's a great technique to kind of get more um, market share. Apple do it when they see other companies doing something that they would like. They would maybe contract them, then buy them, and then ruin them. Like not ruin them, but it's like that company won't exist anymore. It's just Apple. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like whether it's the, the technology with the watches, the mouse, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and, and I think that's a good technique. And Insta- Instagram, Facebook's basically doing the same thing. So big shout out to them. There's loads that have come and go, like, musically. I don't know if... Was music was musically um, TikTok? TikTok. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and they had a rebrand and went again in Asia yeah. and now they've, they've conquered, they're conquering the world. Yeah, conquering the world, man. It, it's like... And that partner program as well, oh, it's, it's sick, man. Just like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of like coming up with a new um, business model around it. Like there's so many people who want to be in like influencers and stuff. I know I have to grow a page. I was to sell my page to different people um, who, who, who want 10,000 followers because we just know how to do it because TikTok allows you to grow in, a, in an organic way. <laughs> do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I think I do feel like TikTok is a bit like um, slot machines. It's like, you know, they they catch you. They want you to post very frequently. I feel like you can't really get away with like one post a week or one post, nah, even a yeah. post a day. You need to be posting very frequently. And, you know, you might get one video that gets 10,000 10, views. And the next one is like five and then six. <clears throat> And then eleven thousand, and then five, and then five hundred thousand. But it's like it feels like the lottery because it's like you have to keep putting coins in to get what you yeah, want to yeah. try to get that dope. That, and that dope, one that coin dope. might be the one that 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 gets you the gets you the views, exactly. gets you that currency back. It's that it's that dopamine hit, and they do it by making things viral. So you're 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 focusing on the viral trends to get you viral. So you're you just keeping putting more coins into the machine. Um, and I, I think that's another way of looking at it you know what I mean because I'm not saying this is good because I don't think it is but obviously this is the world that we live in but we have to be aware that this is that this is manufactured to keep people onto the platform and you know that you can grow brand like it's a good option for brands small businesses you still need to be on there but you also need to be aware of what it's made to do like, I think we should we should even like encourage like social media cleansing just having breaks you know every now and again because these these apps are made for you to stay on them for as long as possible so we're not trying to um make people be addicted and stuff like that you, you, there are lives outside of social media yeah um and you know we, we I just know TikTok have just mastered it. Especially you started to get coins now. You're getting money now, sorry. You're getting money. Mm. You're like, oh, two pounds, three pounds. You're like, okay, cool. So I'm winning now. I'm winning a little bit. Winning more coins in, more coins in, more coins in. So I can get viral moments. But then the content that you're posting, is it actually got any substance, any value? Or are you just doing what, what mm-hmm. you're doing with everybody else? So I like to look at myself as, a, um, as an artist. 
because like I want to put out something of value. I don't like putting out things that are just everybody, what everybody else is just doing. Like, oh yeah, it might make me grow, but you're not taking in my art in the way you that... need substance, man. The substance will make you last. Like the the yeah. trendiness might make you pop for a hot sec, but you want to last. You see it with influencers coming off of Love Island. They mm. they don't have the substance to to maintain that hype after Love Island finishes. That might have a six month period, then it dies off. Yeah. Whereas someone who's trying to build, even if it's just looking at influencer career, trying to build that influencer career, but they base it off their love for fashion or their love for music. Yeah, the love for food, and they they constantly work on the, the post and the variation and type of content people want to see. You'll see mm-hmm. they build an engaged audience quicker yeah. and longer than the than the guys that have just got the got the growth quickly. So it's definitely yeah, it's definitely sure. worth to, um keeping that in mind. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. It's you, you you have to look at it like that as a content creator. Obviously, I'm not saying the other way is wrong. You want to do the viral moments and stuff like that, but I don't know. Like you can you can flip on that. Like you can flip your money and everything like that. And that's great. But if you want if you're an artist, you want your content to be consumed in a valuable way. Do you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. you want something that will last the test of time. Something that people can keep going back to um and it's not just a viral moment and that's it gone. And no one's even gonna ever watch that video ever again. Do you know what I mean? You want people to kind of come back to it, take it in. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, if we look at Kanye West videos, you can go back to him and you're going to be like, wow. Like, and it wasn't just that viral moment at that time because he's got so much gems and value in that content that you're going to, you can go back to it and you'd be like, wow. Do you know what I mean? If you look at like Nipsey Hussle's interviews and things like that, they have a lot of value in there. They're not going to be, they're not always going to be viral moments. If you look at al- even albums, some of like Jay-Z's best albums or whatever, if you look at like something like Reasonable Doubt, that wasn't something that broke Billboard. You know, that was, you know, but it, it gets deemed a classic over time. And that's what you want as an artist. You don't want it to be consumed really quickly, reviewed really quickly. You have to be able to sit with this and look at it and, you know what I mean? You have to put real like, work into it. That's And I, I, I find that hard when it comes to like Instagram. Obviously, I've got my personal pages and I'm trying to like push out certain content and stuff like that. But I don't want it to just be something people look at and throw away and never see again. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to strike the I'm trying to strike the right balance. But it that means it will take a lot longer for me to produce that it content because you put, yeah. you're putting everything into it. Do you know what I mean? As well as trying to keep up with the times. But like I need to be on the frequency of Kanye West. Obviously, I'm on the beginning of this journey, but I need to get to that point of the art artistry where I understand what I'm trying to put out, and then I just put it out. And it doesn't matter mm-hmm. the likes and everything. Matter numbers. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, the numbers don't matter. It's the value. Just putting out what you want to put out, and 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 staying true to yourself and your vision, and all of that will come afterwards. It's just don't yeah, be man. so obsessed by the numbers straight away. Yeah, and man. Just, Stick to yourself, create your own little strategy, and and yeah, stay true to it. Yeah, stay true to it, one hundred percent. And you don't need to feel the pressure of like what everybody else is doing as well, man. Stay in that lane, that your lane. Nobody else is in your lane. Only you can do what you do. So stay in your lane. You get me? I feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what. This has been a long episode, man. <laughs> I mean, just really yeah, it has, but it's been a, yeah, it's been a good <laughs> one. And we didn't even we didn't even touch on Twitter, you know. But <laughs> we did not. 
You know what? Quickly, just no. quickly. All right, just quickly. Mm. Um, Twitter. I jumped onto Twitter about 2010. And when I jumped onto Twitter, again, it was crack cocaine, man. I was addicted. Do you know how many conversations mm-hmm. I had? Oh, my gosh. And to me, mm-hmm. it was like another um, Blackberry uh, BBM situation. Again, I used to promote so much on there, man. I had like 2,000 followers or something on there. And... Um, I could just tweet about anything and everything. And then I automatically get a retweet. Again, I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if people even see tweets or whatever. I tried to set up a, a, another one without my previous alias. But I, I just, I, you know, I find it hard to just sit on there because I don't feel like it's that engaging. But when there are good trending topics, I feel like, yeah. And I like to just watch and just like and stuff like that. That's it. Really That's it. It's when things are trending, like... Even like George Floyd last year, that's when I dive onto Twitter just to see what the conversation was about. But mm. for me, when when I think of Twitter and its history, the moment that popped for me was when um the the Jay Z Beyonce and Solange situation on the S- on the um elevator, and okay. <laughs> Solange beat out Jay Z. That was yeah. when Twitter was popping. Like the conversation around that and the memes that were flying about. That's what kind of brought me into the the whole meme era and what they were and how people would be so so quick and so sharp to create them and yeah it was funny times man funny yeah, times man. big shout out to twitter and they they're trying to do their best to evolve and stuff like that so is it jack dorsey big shout out to them again they're 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 also not uh excused from like the i guess the evolvement of social media with like algorithms and um, shadow banning and organic growth you know what I mean like they do mm. set it up so you know like, the fact that they banned like is it Donald Trump was he banned Donald Trump at Twitter yeah, yeah Donald Twitter. Trump yeah like I, I'm not really for any of that <laughs> do you know what I mean because people have a freedom of speech you can say whatever you want um, and once someone starts controlling what other people say or show or whatever you're you're you got the power to oppress is it yeah to oppress people and i disagree with that a lot whether obviously we know that donald trump's saying some nonsense sometimes and he might influence a lot of people but who controls that influence does any one man just control that influence we need to have communities we need to have Mm -hmm. um people being you know informed donald trump's be able to say something and influence a lot of people because he has that community but we need to have stronger other communities that are just as strong to be able to, you know, discredit that or do you know what I mean? Like we need to say, okay, you know, these guys is that's nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Something that discredits it as opposed to just you can't talk anymore. Because what if I say something and just because it's not liked or whatever, they, they want to cancel me. Like what? Like I don't I disagree with that a lot, in it. So yeah, I it's mad that. I work within social media, but I still have so many issues with, you mm. know, on a political level with what social media does and stands for. Because I feel like the way it started was very innocent and very engaging. But then what it's becoming now is 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 is, is almost like it's too powerful for some of the users on there. Um, that doesn't mean that there isn't great opportunity. There is. It's just that there are... There are powers that be. We're giving too much power to certain platforms, and it's kind of jumping into kind of human rights a little bit. And I'm sure there's many people yeah, that yeah, could yeah. vouch freedom of speech and mm. 
freedom of speech. There's other things that need to, you know, that we see racism, pedophilia. Like there's so many things out there that is creeping in. Just like how there's issues with the world anyway. You know, we've seen that coming into into the in, into into social media as well because it's a metaverse. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So <clears throat> the good and the bad comes with it. Do you know what I mean? And I just feel like they're um, we're we're seeing that, and I'm going to highlight that and 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 talk about that for sure. But um, yeah, man, Twitter. There you go, Tumblr. We spoke about you as well. Um, some of the other dead ones that are <laughs> Evine. <laughs> uh, was there, I don't know. Was there anything else that we we've missed during that <laughs> during that time? If if there is, I think, yeah, I think we've covered it. I think we covered it. You know, yeah, I think I think we covered most of it. Like MySpace, we covered all the big ones anyway, and the ones that kind of influenced us the most as well. So big shout out to all those social media. You definitely changed my life because, like, I didn't think I could, could disconnect with someone you know, from other parts of the world. You know, our grandparents didn't get uh, exposure to this type of information and connection to other people. So, again, it comes with its pros and its cons and sharing of information and things like that. But, you know, I'm grateful to, you know, kind of be alive in this generation where I've got to be exposed to this. And interesting to see where where it goes. Obviously, again, we know it's going to come with its pros and cons. But I'm all for the I'm all for seeing it, you know, seeing where it goes. Yeah, definitely and, just being a part of it, being part of the journey. Yeah. A hundred. And just being a part, yeah, being a part of the journey and trying to, you know, mark my stamp within that space at the same time, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, man. Big things coming and look out, man. Infographic, the social living podcast, uh the infographic of uh, I guess social media predictions for 2022 social media trends um, keep a lookout for that that will be coming soon uh, I don't know when I need to talk to Jam afterwards but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that and um, yeah if you did take part in the show today thank you very much for listening engaging anybody who asks questions you might not have gotten through all the questions but we appreciate it and yeah that's it This is the Social Living Podcast, and we're out. Peace. Sweet.